Hey, it's Mark, and I'm back with another edition of Contemporary Michigas. And I'm thinking of doing a few things with this podcast and newsletter, but I'll get to that in a minute. But first, the last time I was on, I talked about taking things for granted. And I wanted to talk about taking people for granted. That's something that I think we've all done in our lifetime. Maybe not. Maybe you haven't. I know I have. Um, I'm planning... And thinking seriously about writing a book. And the book is going to be about the stuff that I've been involved in. And some of it's pretty interesting. Some of it's probably mundane. And you guys probably had more exciting lives than I've had. But I've had a few things in in my lifetime that have changed the course of the way I look at things. And one of them is about people. And, you know, back in the day when... I was a broker and doing things and doing pulling cons and scams and all this other stuff we did. You end up taking people for granted because you realize that some people are just plain greedy. Okay. And you take advantage of that. And you learn after time that that's not always the best thing to do. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, Many people take people for granted and they take things that they just, sometimes they don't even realize what they're doing. I realized what I was doing. I'll admit it. I was in the middle of a lot of things. I was doing a lot of things that were shady. Um, Pulling cons or scams wasn't considered that bad, uh, especially for the reason I did it. I'm not going to say that I did it for a good reason, okay? And I'm not making an excuse. There's no reason that I, there's no good reason to do, you know, to say this is why I did it. Okay. But here's the thing. In the, back when I was doing it, and this is kind of going in the book. That's, I'm thinking about, I'll tell you in a minute. Anyways, I had some family members that were connected and to the mob in New York and they loaned money. They were loan sharks, and they had to collect their money weekly or their interest to VIG. And the thing was, the way they collected it was pretty brutal. Uh, if you didn't have money, you might get a finger broken or a leg broken. Or if it was a lot of money, you could end up just dead because they figured they're never going to get their money anyways. Well, I had come up with a way to kind of guarantee they get that these people, I'm not going to mention names because was protect the guilty and the innocent. Anyways, they would want to get their money, and their surefire way was to go and beat you up. Let's say you're the one that borrowed it. And I came up with a way to stop that. And that was, and it was considered a white-collar crime, of course, so you wouldn't get really that much in trouble. Plus, the people aren't really going to complain because in the end, the way you relate to them that this is what happened they just back away. They walk away because they figure that you saved them. But anyways, the thing was, we'd pull a scam on them, some kind of investment opportunity or whatever. I'd get their name and get their information. And then I'd make the contact. I'd call as if I'm just calling like a broker from Wall Street or wherever. And I'm in, looking for investors. And this is what we're selling. Them, and sell them a bill of goods. Now, the thing is, most of these people are in need of money. So, see, the thing is, and that's another podcast that I want to go over, the psychology behind a con or a scam. There's a lot that goes into it. 
the good ones. There's some that guys just go out there and they con their way through life and they don't understand that, you know, what they're doing. But when you really understand people and you know how to present something and you can play to their emotions, that's con. Anyways, so we'd go to a person, let's say whoever it may be, Jack, whatever, and he owes so-and-so $25,000 from gambling debts and everything else, and they're threatening to kill him. And my attitude was, hey, I can sit, you know, if you kill him, you're never going to get any money. I'll get you the money. So what we do is sell this guy on, on a get-rich-quick scheme and convince him that if he buy, invest in this, within 30 days he's going to have this. And it could be sooner. And nine times out of ten, if you know how to speak and you know what you're doing and you know how to present this, you're going to win that person over. It might take a couple of phone calls, maybe not the first one, but two or three phone calls. I was guaranteed to get that person to buy into my plan. Even to the point where if they wanted to meet me, I went and met them in person. Either way, I could get them to buy into it. Because the outcome was great for them. They'd be able to pay the bookie back and get some cash. So we'd sell them on the idea they'd come up with the money. Because amazingly, these people can come up with money when they want. They can't come up to pay the, the bookie, but they'll come up with the money for this because it's something that they can grab onto. It's gambling, but they're getting something out of it. And it's guaranteed to them. They come up with the money. So I go to the loan shark and say, okay, here's your 25 grand. He's all happy. And he walks away. And he doesn't go after this guy. 30 days comes up. The guy's looking for his money. I tell him, look. You're out of luck. We lost it. And, you know, they go for it crazy and it's the last of my money. No, no, no. And then you say, look, let me put it to you this way. It was either that or you got killed. Now, if you want to go to the cops and turn me in, go do whatever you want to do. But you're going to have to turn yourself in, too, because you're gambling. You're going to have to turn that guy in and you're still going to get in trouble. Why don't you just let it die? The guy's paid now. He's going to leave you alone and that's it. And normally, nine times out of ten, these people just walk away. And they either don't gamble with that guy anymore or they do anyways because they figure now they're on good terms with the guy, which they are. Usually that guy's all happy, the wise guy. He got his money. This guy realizes that he got scammed, but he paid the guy off. So now he's on good graces with the wise guy. So he'll go back and the wise guy's going to say, yeah, come on, come on. You can't scam him again, though, because he's been scammed. He's never going to go for it again. So part of my book that I'm thinking, and I'm thinking of writing it on here along with the podcast, I think I'm going to interchange them, is that that's what we used to do. That's not law I did, but that's part of it. And it makes for an interesting story because there was a lot of psychology in how you talk to these people and how you present an opportunity and why you do it. I mean, to me, I'll be honest, I was young. I was in my 20s and 30s. And to me, I was doing a good deed. And I know I wasn't, but I was. I mean, I felt like I was doing something to protect this guy because Either he's going to get bumped off or maybe his family or something. And I didn't want to see that happen. Plus, to be honest, the family, the member was a family member. And I didn't want them getting in trouble for what they were going to do. Because I knew they'd get in trouble. Because no doubt someone's going to turn them in. So so you're trying to protect all these people at the same time. And you think you'd, you kind of, you know you're doing wrong, but you're thinking you're doing good, okay? I'm not going to mince words here. It's It's wrong, period. And it's illegal, and, you know, sooner or later you get caught, which I did. But a lot of what I got caught for wasn't that, and that's the that's part of the story, is I got caught. I actually turned myself in on something to protect someone else, and in the end, they knew a lot of things going on that I didn't think anyone knew, but they did. Anyways, here's my point. 
the point is taking people for granted, like I said. We do that. And we do it for different reasons. And sometimes the reasons are okay, and sometimes they're not. But it's not right either. So think about that. Think about taking people for granted. And be prepared for what's coming, because I'm basically going to put this book together as a serial that you'll have to pay for to get it. I haven't set up paywalls yet, but I will. But I'm going to give a outline of what I'm going to be doing to entice people to join because I think it'll be worthwhile. I think it, I think you'll enjoy the story because it is true and it, I'm going to basically keep it as, I mean, it's going to be all truthful, but I have to be honest, I am going to change names. I am going to protect the guilty and the innocent. And But I will be telling a story based on fact and hopefully you'll enjoy it. And I'll give you, like I said, an outline of what's to come before you sign up to pay. And when you pay, what you'll do is you'll get, it'll either be a weekly or a monthly chapter. I haven't decided how I'm going to do that yet. And I'm going to ask you guys for opinions of how it should be done. Should it be weekly? Should it be monthly? Maybe bi-weekly. The other thing would be is how it, do you want to see the background of how I wrote the chapter, which could be in between before the chapter comes out, you'd get notes of what I'm doing, what I'm putting together. So you'd see outlines of each chapter, characters. So you'd get the the backstory of putting the book together. The other side of this is I've been requested a few times for, for a, what would you call it? Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. See, my, my memory is still out of focus here. Um, screenplay. And I thought of doing that also along with the book or just separate. So everything's up in the air. I don't know what you guys would rather see, a book or a screenplay. Whichever works for you, let me know. Send me a comment. Uh, here's my email, markjohn1 at mac.com. The one is the number one at mac, M-A-C dot C-O-M. And markjohn, M-A-R-K-J-O-H-N, the number one at mac.com. And you can reach me there, or you can reach me at markjohn222 at gmail.com. Just let me know you're writing to let me know what you prefer, a book or a screenplay or both. Maybe I'll be able to pull together both of them at the same time. And if you want to be involved in helping this come to fruition, I'd really appreciate it. Your ideas, as I post notes, you could let me know what you think. Do you think the book's on the right track? Do you think I should change something? I'd really like you guys to be involved in this if you're going to pay for it. And I'm not looking... For a lot of money. I think we're going to, the way I'm going to do it is it'll be $3 a month. That's what it'll come down to. Or $30 a year. And the way I did it with my other newsletters, if you go with the yearly and the discount that I put up, because they only bought, uh, Substack only allows you to go down to $5. But if you give a 40% discount, that gets you down to $3 a month, which comes out to $36 a year. If you pay yearly, it's $30 a year. But here's the caveat. The 40% also works on that yearly price and what that does is it knocks the yearly price i don't know how it works out this way but it knocks it down to 18 dollars a year so basically you're getting the yearly price instead of 36 bucks or 30 dollars not just you're getting it for 18 dollars which is half the price so i think that's a pretty good deal but anyways let me know let me know if you'd be willing to pay that kind of money um I know it's, but you're not going to have to pay until you see what's there. I'm going to give you some guts, meat and potatoes, so you can sink your teeth into. Plus, there'll be a podcast along the way. Uh, I might do a podcast as I write the book, as far as stories go and why I wrote that chapter the way I did. Things like that, narratives and all that. So thanks for listening. I'm sorry this went longer than expected. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm prepping everything to come out with everything. So just hang in there, follow along. 
And I promise you it will be interesting. This is Mark. This is Contemporary Michigas, and I'll see you soon.